Hello and welcome to Your Financial Planet, a podcast hosted by the Synergy Capital Solutions team. Join us as we share our journey as we navigate life's complexities and provide solutions to reduce the noise around your personal financial situation. Hello, my name is Jordan Andrusiak, and I am the Chief Client Experience Officer and an advisor here at Synergy Capital Solutions. Today, we are joined by Lindsay Mills, another Synergy advisor. In honor of International Women's Month, we will spend our time today chatting around the many transitions women experience, especially professional women, and how these can impact our financial lives. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining today. I'm really looking forward to our chat and um, hearing about your own personal experiences, some client experiences, and how we've really been able to help clients through similar situations. Thanks, Jordan. Glad to be here. <laughs> Lindsay, as a working single mother who has watched um, a parent pass, you truly have experienced the full spectrum of what we'll call life's transitions. Let's start at the beginning, motherhood. Tell me a little bit about your journey. What, what was it like? Um, how did you transition from um, you know, just a working person to a working parent? Just kind of walk me through that a little bit. Okay. Um, so graduated from Shippensburg University here in Pennsylvania. Um, got married at 23, was pregnant at 24. Um, we knew because we still had student loans that being a stay-at-home mom was not an option. So I continued to work through pregnancy, um, knowing that an infant is, was on its way, we had to create a new budget. And because I work in the industry, we, it was easy for us. Um, so daycare costs, we still wanted to go on vacation. We're still paying off student loans. So yeah, um, just creating a a new budget for this infant coming, um, joining our family. And yes, I continued to work. Um, Childcare is expensive and (laughs) that was 16 years ago. So I'm sure it's a lot more expensive today. Yes, I I actually was doing a little bit of research before this this, uh, chat and Come to find out the state of Michigan is one of the most expensive for childcare. Oh, great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So what I'm hearing is that really a lot of it is kind of came down to budgeting, right. Mm-hmm. And realigning your income, your cash flow, and, and reprioritizing where things were going Correct. during this time. Were you still able to kind of save and, and, and hold on to some of those paychecks in terms of retirement assets or. Yeah, um, we um, both contributed to the 401ks that our companies offered um, just to what they matched. Um, also savings on the side went down a little, but we were able to increase it as our salaries increased. Um, knowing that, you know, retirement is what our goal was, but also we opened up a 529 plan at the time too. So saving, trying to save for retirement and for the children's education. Yep. Kind of hitting, hitting all of those milestones, so to speak. Um, something I heard, something I heard explicitly was the 401k aspect and making sure you at least hit the match. And and that is 
that is key. I think that's a key thing to um, remind people, especially when they're going through any transition, if they're continuing, you know, if they're working um, in the working world and they've got the opportunity for a 401k and their, their employer provides for a match, that's, you know, it's like free money. You've got to, you've got to make sure you at least take advantage of that. Um, and we always talk about the tax advantages of deferring to a 401k over, let's say, you know, a traditional taxable account. That's kind of the, we look at a financial plan in terms of buckets, right? And so that's the first bucket you want to fill. If you have to maybe uh, realign your buckets a little bit. <laughs> I think it also helps that um, Synergy offers that budget worksheet for clients. So that like puts out everything that you spend and helps. Yeah. yeah. And we can certainly, you know, I know when I uh, first, we were first looking at our, our kind of, we'll call it family planning, right? Talking about, all right, I think we might be ready to start uh, looking to have kids, that kind of thing. Um, I remember putting it into my financial plan, into, you know, the software we use for all of our clients um, and use it, utilizing our budget worksheet to kind of say, okay, here's where we can take from, here's where it gets allocated. Now I can tell you that I probably grossly underestimated the costs um, just because you, you really don't know. <laughs> you know as much as you think you do. Uh, and it's, it's um, amazing how fast things can, can, you know, especially childcare costs. Uh, it's amazing how fast those, those add up. Um, mm -hmm. I know at, you know, in Michigan, we pay, it's, you know, it's like college tuition for two small children, yep. you know, four and two. So it's, 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 it's intense. We talked about your decision really to stay in the workforce. A lot of it was uh, based on kind of that budget and cash flow, right? It was obviously the necessity of paying student loans, but also the decision that as a family, you still wanted to travel, right? You still wanted to spend time together, um, you know, outside of working hours and uh, enjoy enjoy the, the world for that matter. Um, walk me through, you know, if, if you had stay, stayed at home, do you think you would have been able to really do that? As young adults and the salaries that we were making, no. And I guess that was part of the reason why we maybe decided for me to continue to work um, because I didn't want to stop working three, five, 10 years and having to start all over again, where if I continue to work, my income would hopefully continue to increase allowing us to do what you said, vacations, uh, sporting events, because the kids are both in sports. That's not cheap either. So no. no, it is interesting. I feel like it goes from one pocket to the next, mm -hmm. right? You, you talk does. about the childcare costs and really it just, I think people think, oh, kids will hit school age and it'll be alleviated. And it's really not the case, no. right? It kind of goes to the next thing. So um, and I do know that there are, there are many staff out there that women who leave the workforce, even if it's for one year, they, they really are kind of stagnating some of that growth. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, very interesting 
to kind of hear different perspectives, right? And, and um, you know, there's still the values that you're instilling in your family of spending time together. Um, it's just maybe not in the, uh, it's in a bit of a different manner than, than, you know, maybe a stay-at-home parent would be. I have to, I have to say that, to be honest, I would have loved to be a stay-at-home mom, to have that time with my kids, because sometimes I thought the daycare folks are spending more time with my children than I am. So I consider those who can stay home extremely lucky, but then us who continue to work, we're also lucky because we have that interaction with mm-hmm. the people we work with. And we continue to grow in our careers. Yep. And and I think as you enter into parenthood and motherhood, it's really just, I try to instill the philosophy in myself that I'm doing the best I can and I'm doing the best that, you know, what, what I believe is best for our family and our children. And, yep. you know, some days I do, I, I wish I could, you know, we could have a little bit more flexibility and freedom to go to a park on a Tuesday or, or, um, you know, just even sit around reading books or anything like that. Um, especially when it gets to bedtime and things are a little bit chaotic, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if our day would be a little bit easier, but frankly, I think there's give and take with both, right. And, you know, with, um, clients and friends that have stayed home or had that, you know, that was their priority at that time. Um, I think sometimes they wish they had that outlet. So it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, uh, I, I agree. It kind of comes back to what are the values and what does your budget allow? Right. And yep. what are your goals and objectives? Yeah. So shifting here a little bit, um, we talked about transitioning into motherhood. Do you care to share a little bit on transitioning to single motherhood? Sure. Um, Going to single motherhood was a little difficult when it came to both emotional and financial decisions. Financially, I had to, again, create a new budget. Mm -hmm. Um, My goal was I wanted three to six months or more of savings in case I needed a new car I needed a new roof because I did purchase another house on my own. Um, Scheduling, time management with the kids and sports, and now one works. Uh, Just dealing with the whole work and personal life balance was a challenge, but I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... uh... There's nothing more constant in life than change, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I love how you, you know, you kind of fell back on on some of the the standard planning principles we talk about. Have a budget. Make sure you've got emergency funds, right? Whether it's three to six to nine to twelve months, that depends on your comfortability, your ability um, to save right? Sometimes the dollars just don't add up, which is completely fine, especially in a moment of transition. Um, And sometimes 
you know, you know, you might need to do a larger purchase, like a home or something like that. Um, even just navigating the finding and, and buying and, uh, you know, <laughs> setting up a new home. And, and I'm watching, also- I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos on how to do things. <laughs> My dad it. would be proud. I love it. I love it. Well, and, and speaking of, of dad, let's, uh, you want to dive into that as well? Sure. Yeah. Um, my dad passed away a year and a half ago of leukemia at age 64. He just retired. So he didn't get to, you know, enjoy retirement. Um, so yeah, it's, that's a, major transition him and my mom have were married for I believe 40 plus years so she's now a widow so and a young widow uh I'm glad that I work in this industry and have helped widows walk through financial emotional decisions with them so this was much easier on me and my mother in helping her during this time and we're still working through things yep um I live like five ten minutes from her so it's it's very um it means a lot that I'm close to my mom so and I'm there for her and I think the you know the the key there is that it's not it's not a linear process right even being in in the industry um, seeing, unfortunately, people pass all the time. Every, you know, every process is different. Every estate settlement is different. And the grief aspect, I mean, it is talking to, you know, some, some widows that even if they knew, you know, with, with a cancer diagnosis or a leukemia diagnosis, you know, there's a chance, right. And, and, you know, there's, um, you have a little bit of time right on the front end to kind of get used to it, or at least kind of maybe get your ducks in a row, so to speak, which is kind of a terrible euphemism Euphemism because no matter what planning you do, there's still going to be something, right? You can, you can have a wonderful estate plan and wonderful document. Um, there's just the emotional aspect. So there's, it, it's not ever going to be easy, right? It's not just pulling up. When he passed, mom was like extremely, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And I'm like, mom, mm-hmm. first, what what do the airline people say? Put your oxygen mask on first. So yep. deal with your mental and emotional and your personal banking or whatever. You know, she was still working at the time. So deal with you first and we'll get to the rest later. Start with basics. Even if it's checking one box off a day. Yep. Yep. You don't need to have the whole checklist done tomorrow. And frankly, you shouldn't, right? You know, I know some, some um, widows are very, or widowers are very, they, they immediately want to sell their home and, and completely change their lifestyle. And, 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 we always advise give it a year, mm-hmm. give yourself a year, let things just let the dust settle a little bit, let you adjust because adjusting in a new physical space is just, it's just as emotionally harrowing as adjusting in yeah. a, a space you're used to. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, 
it's interesting working in this industry and uh it sounds like a lot of the experiences you've gone through unfortunately and fortunately from a personal perspective are truly things our clients and friends and family are going through on a day in and day out basis it helps that you know I can provide empathy and emotional support also not just not just on the finance side but just being there emotional for them because yeah I have experienced some of what they're going through I think that's the uh, unique experience of not only having gone through various aspects but also that the experience of kind of being a woman advisor right we've got that that doer that kind of get things done mindset and also are able to kind of be pretty logical and take things and you know what's the next logical step but also have that empathy right and be able to sit on the same side of the table and not saying that you know our men advisors or, or male advisors on our firm are not able to do that. They very much are, um, but it's been very fun and interesting to kind of see see the empathy side come out a little mm-hmm. bit more, especially in a in a highly male dominated industry. Correct. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining us today and sharing your experiences. I know a lot of them are, you know, deep and they're emotional and, and, uh, but we really do just appreciate you being a part of our team and, and the ability to share your empathy and your experiences with, with, uh, our clients and, and, and even just us as teammates. It's, it's just wonderful to be able to sit on the same side as the table of the table as you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And to our listeners, if any of you or your dear loved ones, family, friends are going through any of these transitions, which we tend to call critical financial events, meaning you got to go back to basics and you got to go back to your financial plan, um, feel free to reach out. You can reach out to myself or Lindsay via the hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com email inbox. You can always go to our website, which is www.synergycapitalsolutions.com. Um, feel free to follow us on social media. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Um, and you can always subscribe to our podcasts on wherever it is that you listen. And thank you again. Talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet. Please hit the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you'd like to reach out to our team, please contact us at AAA. 363-4546 or you can email us at hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com Synergy Capital Solutions is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisors. Some investment professionals may also be registered with Hightower Securities LLC. Member FINRA and SIPIC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performances is neither indicated nor is guaranteed of the future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data, 
or other information referenced herein is from a source believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, price, or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates may make no representations or warranties expressed or implied to the accuracy or competitiveness of the information or the statements or errors or omissions or results obtained from the use of this information. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower Advisors LLC assume no liability for any action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced in this document. Such data and other information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.